0: The voice of reason, the voice of alarm, the voice of stats, the voice of scouts, the voice of Kool-Aid, the voice of dismay, the voice of Dave O. Well, this is an easy game to sum up tonight. Just bad all around for the Royals. As KC drops to 73 and 48, how nice is that to say? Drops to 73 and 48, losing their second straight to Boston, and that's 10 of 12 now to the Bo Sox, dating back to last year, with Boston emerging victorious, seven to two. What's up? It's Dave O, back and glad to be along with you on another edition of your dish on Clubhouse conversation, where we will certainly break down this clunker tonight, and we'll go over this pretty quick tonight. There's really not a lot to talk about, and really. And not much anybody wants to uh, talk about when it comes to this game or hear about, right? But we will get into previewing the next couple of games uh, very in-depth here in a few minutes on Clubhouse Conversation. But we begin with our player of the game tonight, and that's Alcides Escobar. Escobar, his third home run of the season, a straightaway center in that sixth inning leading off against the young lefty Henry Owens, who stymied the Royals, you know, first it was Wade Miley and now Owens. But So Escobar hits the home run leading off the 6th and also draws the only walk of the night for KC. So literally, Alcides uh, Escobar was just about half of the Royals' offense, just from those two at-bats. No other walks for KC, so eski had the only walk and only one other extra base hit besides the home run. That was a double by Ben Zobras, number 26 on the year for the switch hitter. And, and all in all, KC... Just nothing going on offensively. One for two with runners in scoring position. You told me coming in the Royals are going to hit 500 tonight with risk, but I'm thinking, well, that's you know that's probably a good sign, right, with a guy that has an ERA north of six, but no. And the Royals left just two men on base because they didn't get anybody on ace. Owens was good, definitely. Give him credit. Eight innings, allowing just one earned run on four hits to go along with uh, four Ks and a walk through only 103 pitches to get through eight. But, I mean, it just wasn't a good look tonight for the Royals. And they always talk about – in real life, you know, when you let's say you get no sleep or three hours of sleep, normally it's not the next day where you're really tired. It's the day after that, that second day. So are the Royals just worn out from the Cincinnati games and, uh, you know, maybe a little run down from it being the dog days of August? I don't know. Probably, maybe. I mean, they would tell you no. Doesn't matter. Doesn't you know? We're used to this. It's it's part of being a big league ball player. It comes with the territory. But I mean, they're human. They're not robots. I mean, it, they just don't look. They look flat the last couple of nights, especially tonight. They looked a lot worse tonight than they did last night. And it's not just the offense. It was the pitching and especially the defense tonight. Now, defensively, let's talk about this. The Royals charged with two errors: one on eski one on Kane. But really. It could have been three more different errors tonight. I mean, not really, because one of them was a definite hit. Uh, The two errors we just talked about, but the three I want to talk about, the three plays that weren't made. Uh, Number one, you can't assume a double play, so there's no error on Omar Infante for botching that double play on the throw. But that's an easy 6-4-3 double play that was botched by Infante. So that could have been an error. I mean, technically it's not, but realistically it was. Then you have the ball by Paulo Orlando where he comes in, reads the ball well off the bat, and just misses it. Kind of cues off the glove. Yeah, it's technically a hit. Uh, but then also you have the play where Omar Fonte goes back. Lorenzo Kane comes in, and Fonte's out like in almost mid center field there. And Kane kind of slows up, and the ball drops a few feet in front of Kane and a couple behind Infante. Kane catches the ball if Infante peels off, and and you know, Low Kane probably wasn't calling that. Probably wasn't sure if he could get there, and Infante if the role is as an infielder, you keep going back until you were called off, and obviously Kane didn't call him off ever. So, Yes, two errors technically, but like I said, you you could argue that there's three other plays that definitely could have and probably should have been made by the Royals' defense. But you know, and, and that did contribute to a rough night by Johnny Cueto. But he was pretty bad on his own. I mean, 13 hits were allowed. You know, and maybe two of those hits shouldn't have counted, but still, six innings, six runs. You know, maybe it's a run difference. Maybe he only gives up five instead of six. If the Royals' defense is a little better for him out there. It just wasn't good overall. 13 hits allowed a whip over two in six innings. Didn't walk anybody. Struck out three. That's fine. These things happen. What? The Red Sox lit, you know, Felix Hernandez up like a Christmas tree recently. And they've been hot lately, scoring a lot of runs. And Cueto's been great until tonight. These starts happen. it's fine. He's probably going to have one more of these with the Royals. Let's just hope it's in September and not in October. Now, Frank Clemorellis, a nice job of finishing off the night. Two scroll innings, strikes out three, gives up a hit. Another guy, a third on the team in appearances now out of that pen, a guy who's getting really no fanfare, who doesn't get talked about at all. You hear about people talking about HDH, and then they focus on the fact that, you know, that Holland's been struggling a bit. Davis has given up a couple home runs this year. You know, Herrera's blowing, what, four saves now? So, so some people are just focusing on that. But, I mean, guys like Ryan Matson and especially Franklin Morales, I believe, don't get enough credit for the job they've done out there. And even Luke Hochaver has been damn good for the most part this year outside of a couple of outings. So it's nice to see Morales doing it good out there tonight. That's really one of the few positives. Morales is outing tonight. I mean, Escobar drawing a walk. And, I mean, a home run? I don't know. Although sometimes when Eske hits home runs, he becomes uh, he tries to swing for the fences too much and gets pull happy, and that's one thing Omar and Fontes really helped Eske with since coming over last year is refining his offensive approach. Now, it's just a game you shake off. Whatever, nobody's going to ever remember this game unless it was your first game tonight. I mean, who? who none of us are going to remember this game tonight past a week or so from now. So shake this one off. I do. I, I mean, I'm not going to use the the term must win. Obviously, there's no such thing as a must win when you you know. Are still about five games up for home field advantage throughout the playoffs, pending other games that are currently going on tonight, depending on what happens with those. You, you still got a nice lead there. Obviously the Central's over. Your magic number is, what, 29 coming into today? So I'm not going to say must win tomorrow, but it's a game you really need to win because I don't like the pitching matchup on Sunday, and you've already dropped two. You don't want to go in here and lay down and get swept in a four-game series against Boston. That's not a good look. Not at all. I mean, you still got to, even though you've got the division wrapped up, you need that home field. So you can't afford to go on a huge, you know, lose four, five, six in a row or lose eight of 10. Because if you do that, all of a sudden your home field advantage lead is going to go down to, you know, a game or two. And then you've got a battle on your hands the last month of the year. So you need to come out and get at least one of these next two, hopefully both. The Royals currently set two and two on this trip. The goal coming in was obviously uh, to, to, you know, to get to four wins. So the Royals have two more chances to get both of those games and get to the four wins. Even if you get one, three and four is okay. You would love to see them go four and three, though, but they've really been battered this year on the road against the AL East. I do like the matchup tomorrow. Yodano Ventura and Matt Barnes, a pair of righties. Ventura, seven and seven, four, eight, two. Barnes, three and three, six, five, nine. Now, Ventura has not seen Boston this season. And has been very good his last two starts. Seven innings, just two runs and five hits, and his last outing against the Angels when he struck out seven and walked one. So seven innings of two-run balls, seven Ks against the Angels. Before that, six shutout innings with eight Ks against Detroit. So the last 13 innings, just two runs allowed for your Donovan Ventura with lots of Ks, 15 in his last 13 innings. Barnes making just his second Major League start. He's a 25-year-old right-hander. The Royals have not seen him this year. Did see him uh, for an inning out of relief last year, and the Royals got two runs off of him in that one inning uh, last season. He comes off, you know, his first major league start, like I said, against Cleveland, was hit around pretty good. Six runs on six hits in five innings. So I like the Royals to get it done tomorrow. They need to because I don't love this matchup on Sunday. Edison Volquez, love him every time he goes out 11-7, 3-2-0. But uh, a tough lefty the Royals will see in Eduardo Rodriguez, who is seven and 7-5 with a four four eight. Now the numbers aren't spectacular. Seven and five, four, four eight, but let me get to him in a second and what he's done. We'll start off with Volquez, who did see Boston back on june twentieth and gave up four runs and five and a third in that game. So not great, you know, the first outing of the year with a K against Boston. Was great, however, Volquez was his last outing and last start against Cincinnati in that thirteen inning game on Tuesday night. Six innings, one run, four hits, seven K's for Volquez, who continues to have Another guy who's having a very, uh, very quietly a great season for the Royals. You hear about Johnny Cueto and the bullpen. A lot of these offensive guys and, uh, you know, the struggles of Duffy and Ventura. Nobody seems to want to pat Volquez on the back as much as he probably deserves this year. It's been outstanding for the Royals this year. Now, Rodriguez, the reason that I don't love this matchup is that he has allowed three runs or less and 11 of 15 starts this year. So he's been very good the majority of the time including against the Royals back on June 19th. One of those 11 outings where he gave up three or less was June 19th. Yeah, at the K, six and a third, one run on six hits for Rodriguez in that game against the Royals. And what makes him tough, the 22-year-old, is that he throws both 96 and 86, so a full 10-mile-per-hour difference and commands both the fastball and changeup very, very well. And he's coming off of an outing where he allowed just one run, career-high eight innings against Cleveland. So he'll be a handful coming up for the Royals on Sunday. Let's find a way to get that game tomorrow. Hopefully it guarantees you, you at the very least, a a solid road trip. Three and four will be solid at this point of the year with where the Royals are at and what they need to do. Four and three will be good. So if the Royals can get these last two, they're in great shape. Get one, and it's still a solid road trip for KC. We'll have it for you again throughout the weekend on Clubhouse Conversation. I'm back from Cincinnati now. Uh, Did not have my studio up there with me. So didn't have a lot of you know a lot of times kind of a family situation outside of the ballpark there. So uh, you know glad to be back. Uh, more interviews coming up this week. A couple of current players. I'm happy to also bring you Jimmy Campanis, who I recently spoke with. Awesome interview with an original Royal on Campanis, whose dad was quite the famous guy as well. We'll get to that coming up a bit later this week on Clubhouse Conversation. Until next time, though, have a great night. Let's get a win tomorrow and go Royals.